Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, and turn on notifications so that you will receive alerts when there are new episodes. Go get it. You're in the right place. You checking out? Chip Baker, the success card. Conquer all my goals, then I'm living out my dream. Dig deep, go out and get it. Success Chronicles. Compete until it's finished. Success Chronicles. Hey everybody, I'm Derek Pearson of Love Prince, and uh, you're about to watch Chip Baker, the success Chronicles. Hey, what's up everybody? This is Chip Baker coming to you with another episode of the Success Chronicles. And today we have a special guest with us, uh, Mr. Derek Pearson. Um, great story. Um, so let's, let's dig right into it. Uh, the first question I have is, you know, how do, how do we meet or how do we know one another? And I'll, I can kind of talk about that a little bit if you don't mind. Don't mind at all. Uh, we have a, a mutual friend that, uh, you know, we all kind of, uh, believe in the same beliefs, you yeah. know, as far as, you know, uh, shedding, shedding positive vibes and, you know, showing love and, and, uh, that friend connected us and just, you know, we talked, you know, how you talked earlier about, you know, when you met him, you know, it's like uh, automatically, uh, yeah, you know, it's just like the smell. Yeah. yeah, good people, you yeah. know, yeah. and, uh, same thing, you know, and so just, just good people. Uh, and so, a really good story. If you could just talk talk to us about uh, your life story, if you don't mind. I, I always, uh, and I tell folks in, in, in broadcast, you always tell people, ultimately you just want to ask people who they are. Yes. And no matter how you get to it, it's mm -hmm. who are you. Right. And there are two things that are common in my life. So I always tell people that one, uh, I'm Derek, I'm the son of a queen. And I'm, I have to act accordingly. There you go. Uh, I found out later in my mother's life that her actual, her, her given name is Queen Elizabeth. Really? So I didn't find that out in the late life and I said, well, I didn't know. Uh -huh. But I always kind of felt like, okay, you know, and now I'm the son of a queen. We all are, but we need that reminder, that thing that reinforces us. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing is that anybody ever asked me who I am, I have a thing that I say all the time. I am love and I'm loved. That if anybody asks you who you are and what you do and what your what your why is, what your right. purpose is, love has to be a part of the, the, that equation. Right. It has to be a part of the thing. So um, I was born in, in Arlington, Virginia, and uh, seven brothers and sisters. Mm. Uh, yeah, a lot, of, a, lot, a lot of love. A lot of love. A lot of love in the house. <laughs> a lot of other stuff too, but a lot of love. <laughs> a lot of noise. Right, right, right. Um, and Arlington, Arlington, Virginia is just outside, it's where on us, but it's just outside of D.C. Right. So you get a little bit, it was a unique kind of situation because it was one of the places where the first group of freed slaves could, could congregate and meet mm -hmm. and live. 
and they created an area for it. They bought land from Robert E. Lee to, right. to put the folks there. But also because of the government, um, it's a very transient area. So it was very diverse. And what I found out that was a big part of my blessing was to be in a neighborhood, in a community. Uh, I lived in a little place called Green Valley, which was a black neighborhood mm -hmm. in Arlington. And it had every bit of flavor and texture that you ever wanted, you could ever imagine from a place like that. But also surrounding it and, and connected to it were these other communities that were different. And they interacted. And again, you know, I'm, I'll age myself. I'm 55 years old. Uh -huh. So as you go through the civil rights stuff and you go through the 70s and 80s, it changed a little bit. But I found that it's really hard to hate people if you know them. Mm -hmm. See, it doesn't matter right. what the other, whatever adjective you want to put in front of or whatever pronouns you put in play. And they show love. Yeah, right? <laughs> right? Well, here's the thing. Yeah. If you walk into a room and love is the first thing that greets you, oh, yeah. you, you control the yeah. vacuum. Right. Right? You, that whole thing, we all live in a vacuum. And That's if you it. put something good in the vacuum, it'll occupy the vacuum. That's it. You can wait for nature to figure out there's nothing there and it'll put something in it. It may not be good or bad. Uh huh. I always, to my thinking, coaching, broadcasting, or otherwise, it's if I enter with love, and I know that's what I'm there for, I, it's really hard to mess it up. Mm -hmm. So I've, you know, I went on, I, I was an athlete, uh, played college baseball. Um, I was probably better at football, but that's mm -hmm. kind of how it works. Um, and then you move along, and I always said that I, I didn't want to work. I wanted to do what, if I, if I did what I love, I was gonna be good at it, right? Right, yeah, right? that's it. And so I went through the process when I was recruited out of college. I was hired by uh, a liaison for Howard University Hospital. Okay. And so I started in collections, corporate collections, right? Medical bills and such. And mm -hmm. that, you know, they paid me a ridiculous amount of money to do it. But that led to each thing led to the next thing. So I went from collections mm -hmm. to I wanted to be around sports. And so I, was, I, I learned to run sports parts. And then I became the fix-it guy for whatever thing I was doing in life, I was the guy to come in and make it better. Right. So I had to learn how, I had to learn that business, I had to learn that's sports, right, be right, now. right, right, <laughs> right, to learn sports <laughs> bars and how, how, you know, what group of people, yeah. what they were coming together for, uh -huh. it was always love, it was love of their neighborhood, their community, right. they, you know, they come in to watch, you know, I'm in D.C. and I got Texas Aggies up there by 300 game coming to watch their game, so right. because they love each other, they come and gather. That led to being around athletes, that learned, led to having conversations with athletes mm -hmm. as they would come in my bar. And then that led to them recording those conversations, which led to working for uh, the, the Reds, for, for a Redskins TV show in DC, which led to when the Carolina Panthers got an expansion team, a buddy of mine said, putting the show together, hey, would you come down, we need somebody. So off to Charlotte I go, each thing leading to the next, right? right? Uh, from Charlotte, back to D.C., uh, from there to Salt Lake City, um, in between Atlanta, L.A., <clears throat> each thing, uh, a radio show, a TV show in Carolina, working radio in Carolina, TV and radio in D.C., TV and radio in, in Salt Lake City, uh, then learning 
to use all these words and write and put them together for newspapers, for put it for other t radio shows. And then the next thing was weird because as, a, as somebody that analyzes sports every day, mm -hmm. I wanted to, to be honest about it. Like, I didn't want it to be just hype. I wanted to know what I was talking about. So I said, it's hard to cr criticize coaches every day if, you don't, if you've never put on the shoes. Right. And so I became a coach. And then I became a, 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 an executive for these minor league teams, a CBA uh, basketball team, an American Basketball Association uh, basketball team. Uh, you're around these, these teams and you realize, okay, now I gotta tell a new truth. Yeah, the dip the other side of it. Right? Like, you can't, it's, it's, you know, I can't criticize if I don't know. Like that. Right. And then that right. led to finally being able, through all the gifts and blessings that were poured, poured on me, right? I mean, poor black kid from Arlington, Virginia, and you're, you're working with the NFL and the NBA, and, and you know, and I said, you know what? There's, okay. no, there's another me coming, right? There's another, there's another me coming, and I want to help him. But to get to him, I've got a coach. And so I went out, started coaching, uh, and I've been coaching three sports, football, baseball, and basketball, every year, ever since. And that's been, um, I still do radio and TV interviews around. Um, mm -hmm. I started Love Prince after my, uh, I had a little medical uh, emergency situation a year ago. Um, and I started Love Prince probably two years ago, just an idea that came along. And I said, this is what I want to do. This is. This is my service, but as I said, I've never worked a day of my life because I've always been in love with the people that I was around, and I was, more importantly, I was in love with my heart. And if I could give that to one person ever, I've won. Mm. Now, I'll take the losses, but I sure enough take the victories. Right, right. And the victories are way more, way, way based on you know, what you're describing way more than your losses. And then the losses are not losses, they're, they're learning. The lessons, we say win or learn. That's it, lose. period. You know, all the time, you That's know. It. It's funny too, because we talked about you get, you get that energy of people, and you talk about how we met through Ortiz, and we talk about that energy, right? You know, and he and I talked about it. And the moment you walk in, it's, listen, bro, we family now. This is how this works. And if you know that if right. people, I, I'm an empath, and I've been told that uh -huh. for a long time, that, that I have a keen sense of, of people's energy. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it drains me, and sometimes it hypes me up. Right. And I've, I, I ha I've learned to be present, and that if I need to go in that direction, follow the energy. It. It's good all the time. It's good. You know, it's uh, it's it's amazing too. You know, on that same note, it's it's great when you can be around like those positive people that uh have that positive energy and, and juice. You know, it's like it's infectious. Like you never want to leave those people. You know, and when and when you have to leave them, it's like you just oh, it's like a breath, like a breath of fresh air. That's the love. You know? That's the right. very. Right. That's the very principle of the love print, which is one act at a time. Cover the people in your life in love, so much in love that nothing else will stick. And if I love on you and you believe, when you walk out the door, like the smile that you take with you is the love print. And guess what? The next person you meet gets that. They get that. They get in all of that. And see, when you know what good feels like, when you know what love feels like, 
when you feel when you know what God feels like, you also learn what the other feels like, and you know, hey, that's that's not no, hey man, nah, no, 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 right, like, and look, and my testimony ain't that I've always been the good dude, right, right. but because yeah. I haven't. I, you know, you know what it's like. I know what it's like. What you, say? Yeah. you don't know who you are until you know who you are. That's it. Hey, man, I, <laughs> I've been that dude. So, <laughs> fully, I, I'm not giving a fake testimony when I tell you that this is what we doing. That you, you learn, and that I, I think I like that responsibility of being present in every interaction, right. so that you actually get something from it. Mm-hmm. Because I'm getting love from you, then I'm gonna take it in my day, and we're gonna take and this right. We're gonna take this conversation, give it to folks right who can That's do it. some good with it, who need. And ex- explain love prints to us. Explain okay, love prints, if you don't mind. So the idea, it, it really, it started with um, with with one late night. I'm a late night writer, so I just whatever's on my mind. Okay. Um, and one night we just thought, you know, people were talking about carbon footprint. So your effect on this planet while you're here and the trail of what you leave behind. But that seemed a little impersonal to me. So I said, well, what? there's, there's got to be a, a deeper thing. Right. And for me, it was, well, carbon footprint is not it. If we do it right, it's a love print. If we, enter, if we are aware every day that we leave a trail of us, around the world, people we deal with, the people, what we put on them, if we're aware that we, in fact, take our heart and our hands and give it to somebody else for them, then nothing else, then the other stuff really just slides off and it really doesn't matter. Right. The logo is a hand and a heart. They work together and, and the, 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 the walking order for it is love and action, action and love. If you remember that a heart which is love is, is, is an amazing thing. Action is, is great if it's love-based. Right, comes from a if, good place. If you take one without the other, they're good, but they're not, they, they may not accomplish what you're trying to accomplish. Right. But together, they can accomplish anything. They can, when, you, when somebody, somebody says, I want to know if I'm doing the right thing or not. Is it love? And it is action. Because we can love a whole lot of stuff, but you, if you don't do nothing bad, it, it's not, not really a win. So, through Love Friends, I have created, uh, I've taken some of the things from coaching, um, study program that I've, that, that I've developed, that I've kind of, again, we're all a, a, a nice community of coaches, right? So, right. we take a little of, of the best of all the people that we know. And through that, uh, through Utah, Virginia, and now uh, Texas, taking some study programs that really focus on the young people and how how we can help them in the best way possible. So if we're gonna, if I'm gonna, if you're gonna give me 20 hours a week, I really should have something to say, and I really should give you something for it. So for me, it's it helps coaches, parents, athletes, teachers involved in it as a, as a study program. It's it's each of us, whether we're a 4.0 student, 3.0 student, uh, executive, CEO, garbage man, whatever. Right. We all have the same 24 hours a day, seven days a week to get done what we need to get done. We all have the same 168 to work from. And I used to tell people, look, it doesn't matter what people say. It's what you do with that 168. So I, within that, we would teach young people how to manage time, 
And the one excuse for academically where folks fail, uh, as parents, you know, as adults, we say the, the number one excuse for not accomplishing is, I just don't have the time. We all have the time. It's what we do with the time that pays out. So on, the, on, the, on, our, website, on our website, it has a 168, and structurally, while well, I go to schools, and I'll explain to coaches, parents, mm -hmm. mom and dad, listen, what I can do for you is give you structure and help you in accomplishing what it is that you want to do. And no matter where I've coached, and no matter the sport. So imagine different states, different coaches, different programs. Mm -hmm. I've managed to, create, to, to, to be around and involve 78% of my student athletes who generate a 3.5 GPA or higher. That's 78%. That's a lot. And a funny thing happens. I always say that you're the same student as you are an athlete. The way you prepare for your, your sports is the way you prepare for your athletics. And a funny thing happens, 78% of those folks become scholar athletes, not just student athletes, right. scholar athletes. But I also win 78% of my games. Right. If they're coachable and they want to learn and they're willing to stick to boundary and they're willing to work together, success ha happens. And that's, for me, for Love Prince and the study program, I have a Smiles program where my mm -hmm. teams all mission and task that they're going to make their house, their community, their school better. Better. And their job is to go out and create smiles. And it started out with a group of kids who I challenged to, can you guys create five smiles a day? <laughs> well, you know the good, right? So yeah. Love Prince starts to take over. Right. And that five becomes... 20, and that 20 becomes 100. And I had a baseball team that did it probably as well as anybody. And they generated, ready for this, 4,000 documentable smiles in a week in that school where they were carrying books and opening doors and, you know, the mission. All of my athletes have responsibilities. And they learn. So we teach them life skills. So every player that's ever played for me knows, knows how to do his own laundry. You know what, you're going to make it easy for the people who love you. I always talk, yeah. love, be smart enough to love the people that love you. So you need to take care of mom. Yes. You need to take care of dad, right? We all have the three people in our lives who love us no, first and loudest. <clears throat> mom, grandma, yeah. and then the teachers and coaches who tell you the truth. Not what you want to hear, the real. but what you need to hear. Right. Like it or not. Right? And, get it. and then you become smart enough to, to appreciate it. So we create smiles in the community. That's love points. It's the idea that we as coaches, parents, teachers, mentors, educators, uncles, brothers, mm -hmm. that we have the opportunity to add to every day. If we're aware of it, and it's a real simple thing, and this is why I tell people, when I walk into people that I don't know, I tell them something. I say, let me, let me explain something to you about who I am. My smile is undefeated. <laughs> see, like see, <laughs> see, well, I can walk into a room of folks, right? My smile is undefeated. And like so that. is yours, right? <laughs> and once you learn the power, like once you learn the power <laughs> that, of that, 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 that interaction is real and it happens all yeah. the time. And then the other thing that happens is uh, uh, through Love Prince, we create bracelets and shirts and that kind mm -hmm. of stuff. And sometimes you're walking into students or parents who are having a tough day. Teachers having a tough day. And what happens is my athletes have them, uh, my friends have them, uh, and I always tell people, I, would always, I always have it on. 
And so as a part of that, what we say to people is that what I want you to understand is that you matter. And that you have power and you have purpose. Never forget that. But it's more important for you to have this than it is for me. So what I do is put, it on. put them on them. They take it with them. And you'll never, from this point forward, and it may be, once it's on, it's on forever. Even if you take it off and give it to somebody else, right. it's still a reminder that no matter when you look at it, you realize that for a moment, there was a connection. You heard me. I heard you. I felt you. I gave it to you, and you go on your way. Because then you'll remember you see somebody that's grinding. Right. You know, no, no, it's all right, bro. Then you got it's it. It's going to be all right. Just keep pushing. That's a love print. That's it. And yeah, that smile is undefeated. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's uh what's three things that you've accomplished in your life that you're proud of? Wow, I I tend to 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 to, to kind of cringe a little when mm -hmm. it, when people talk about achievements because I'm I'm a fluid person and that mm -hmm. I I, I want to be present and not while I cheer and applaud wins right, but to say that outside of my marriage, my, my family, my daughter, my grandson, uh, my brothers and sisters who, who battle every day to, 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 to get through and do well. The personal achievements come from this. I was, like a lot of people, I mean, I was, I was a poor black kid. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of folks, you have your own grinds and your own struggles. And the esteem part of it comes from being able to understand that I'm bigger than where I am that I reach more, I'm seen by more. And as a young person, I thought, ah, you know, it'd be nice to have stuff, the stuff that you don't have, right? Money, to, you know, I had friends who had money, you know, they go skiing, they, you know, they go shopping when they wanted, they do all that stuff, and you go, ah. But then I got outside of that, and I said, what I want to do is that I learned after my first job that when somebody tells you, oh, you think you're better than this? Answers always, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I went from collections to, to the restaurants, and the restaurants I only mean, set records as far as revenue mm -hmm. and creating in DC and great sports bars and records in collections. And then you get into the broadcasting, and then you realize that as a black man, especially if you go back into the 90s, there weren't a lot of black faces on television. Especially depending on where you work. DC a little bit more because it was a little bit more diverse. But when I went to Carolina, there weren't a lot of black folks on TV or on radio. And so to put a black face on television, on regional television, covering the Panthers, like that to me, I was like, hey, 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 when you know, you know the rule, right? When mom tells you you're doing good, you, right. you know, when, when mom, I had my sister, my sister told, tells the story of being in, in uh, South Carolina on a weekend, and she was visiting uh, her in-laws, and they were talking about, well, baby, we, you know, on a Sunday morning, we go to church, and then we get home, and we watch our TV show before football comes on. And my sister's there, and she's kind of oblivious to it, not really the sports fan, but she said she's, <laughs> she's there, and whole neighborhood got together in this house. You know, 40, 50 people got together to watch the show. She had no idea what the show was. Well, there on a Sunday morning after church pops on my Carolina Panthers TV show. And my sister thought it was a joke. Like, 
And she said, really? she said, this is what y'all doing? She said, yeah. She goes, that's my brother. And they're like, girl, get out of here. Like, no, seriously. And like, so the connection of, wow, how unique it was. Count that as one that as a black person, I managed to, 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 to find from this place in Virginia. Forget about D.C. That was home. And that, that makes me prouder than anything I've ever done was being on and being a voice for my hometown. But going to Carolina and getting a TV show and having it work and then going to Salt Lake City, mm -hmm. Utah. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Hey. <laughs> hey. Yeah. But to get a radio show where David Stern and every, you know, Carl Malone, Stockton, every great athlete, NBA guys, Charles Barkley, you mm -hmm. know, where they're coming and you're talking to you and you, you're I managed to, to 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 be present enough to recognize that this is pretty cool. This is yeah. Brother, a brother got a radio show in Utah. Stop yeah. playing. Yeah. Stop playing. So and then and, yeah, right, right. That you're there, and I I always joke. My friends always say, "Who you know? Who are you?" Right. And I always say, I just start laughing because I've had several of those moments where you're in the moment and you go, "What am I?" doing here like the cops are coming to get me like get off the tv do you <laughs> get off the radio you know you don't belong on the radio you from you from green valley get off the tv you know yeah. so that and then the biggest achievement is every day that after having a scare where the chaplain's in your your hospital room saying hey look it's time to talk and to be here over a year later, healthier than I was, happier than I was, certainly smarter than I was. That's what knowledge is, is when you know mm -hmm. that there's something bigger than you, there needs to be something bigger than you, and that you need to humble yourself on a daily basis. Yes, for sure. To say thank you, Thank you, thank you for everything, for every, like this, this get together, us sitting here is a blessing, it's a yes. gift, it's absolutely a gift because I get to give thanks and I get to appreciate it. And I went a full year where I tell people, listen, if you're not starting, if you, if you have to think about the last time you said thank you, you're wasting Right. You are wasting the blessings, man. They're yeah. coming. So on social media, I, I drop Sunday blessings every day, every week, because I have to say thank you. Because the greatest achievement is that I'm here. Yes. I'm still here because we all got boys that didn't make it. Yes. We got yes. friends that didn't yes. make it. We got family that didn't make it. So that's the biggest achievement for me is every day. Okay. What is uh, your definition of success? Sunrise, baby. <laughs> Sunrise, man. Look, <laughs> listen. After we talk about all the sunrise, you open your eyes, man. You get another day. That's twenty. That's another twenty-four. Yeah. Yo, yeah. listen. I'm telling you, I was laying there with twenty-seven blood clots and a saddle embolism that each one into itself was there to take me home, to get me out of here. And God put me in the right place with the right people who were able to identify, treat, right. recover, build up, mm -hmm. 
I mean, start with my wife who made the call, right? And who held my hand and, you know, each, he said, make, make your obstacles into a miracle. Mm. That, I have sleep apnea, so I sleep with, sleep with, with a mask, right? When I couldn't breathe, I did what I had done every day for the past two years, which was put that mask on so it would force air through my, through my, through my sinuses. I saved my life. Each thing. <laughs> so every opportunity, every day, is a gift. Yes, it is. Like I'm not going. There are folks who feel really good about not having it. I'm bigger than this. I don't have to say that. Listen, I'm small. I'm small in this world, bro. I'm small. I can say thank you a lot. And I'm not going home with a whole bunch of thank yous and I appreciate you and I love yous in my pocket. That's not where they belong. You give them all away. Hey, come get <laughs> That's good. What, what do you think it takes to achieve success? I know you know you said your definition is you know, just seeing the sun, mm -hmm. but you know, just in general, uh, what, what do you think it takes to achieve success? Being present. Yeah. Being present because each thing I could take whatever thing, and if I treated it uh, as a small thing, you miss so much. Yes, yes. And so there, there are all these folks who, who tell you that you can't. If, if, if I've given one thing to anybody, any players that I've been around, parents that I've been around, mm -hmm. it's if I could talk to 10-year-old me and tell 10-year-old me what was going to happen in my life? I just said, "Listen, old man, stop tripping." <laughs> yeah. If if I talk to fifteen-year-old me, twenty-year-old me, twenty-five-year-old me, thirty-year-old me, in every case, everything when I thought, "Okay, I'm at the ceiling." No, I was never. God's plans for you is so much bigger than anything you could ever dream for yourself. Yeah. And so for me, it was always when people tell you. That you, 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 you have the chance. Being present means I listen to you. Being present means I'm actually not listening, not only listening, but hearing. Right. Like hearing you. And taking and taking. And I feel you, right? Yeah, yeah. That if I'm in every conversation, if I'm in every interaction, and again that empath thing where you kind of feel the energy of people around you, and you know when they're hurting, mm -hmm. fill the gap. And every time I fill the gap. Every time it's real. My grandmother used to say, "Baby, you can't accomplish anything with your hand closed." See, once you open your hand to give, you, your hands open to receive. You can't this this thing. Hey, Amen. This thing, this thing, allows a hug, shake, gift, receive. It's a whole lot that happens with that. And that's every day, bro. Right there, Be, that's success to me. Is if you if you're present enough. To know that every person deserves your attention, then you win. Because you know how many good people you must have done. No doubt. No, just in here you talk about your experiences and opportunities and the way you feel about things. You know, it, it comes about that you have some great relationships, and you develop those um, over the years. You know, and I, I think you know. Just reflecting back on opportunities in my life, you know, you, you, 
you don't do anything on your own. You don't achieve anything on your own. A lot of people have looked out for me, you know, you know, probably when I wasn't even deserving, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, but uh, you know, how, what's one thing that you can say, or, you know, a few things, if you can just comment on uh, building relationships, you know, how, you, how you've done that in the past and how it's been beneficial for you. I had to make, I had to be willing to make mistakes and not punish myself for it because if you don't feel good about yourself when you see mm. other people in success or in the blessing or getting gifts you the resentment becomes the thing that you it's real right but then when when the light goes on and you go no i need to be closer to that see i pay attention we're all a life full of, of phrases and things that we keep with us and carry with us and I always say, I pay attention to what people lean in for and what they lean away from. Mm. Like those things say a lot. And now that you feel, if you're paying attention for good, if you're noticing good, if your purpose is good, if you want good in your life, you start with yourself. So I can't ask anything of you that I don't ask of myself. That's it. But then, that's it. But then, when we say, listen, you about good, I'm about good. Let's do good. Right. Bro, you can't lose. We open up a, a, a multitude of opportunities. And, and not, not just saying opportunities, but just opportunities to, to give love. I don't understand how, I, how people miss the point that love is why we're here. Like, that's why we're here. You, mm -hmm. uh, there's a book, uh, a series of books by Neil Donald Walsh. It's called Conversations with God. And in that book, he talks about that every human interaction and, and, and feeling originates from one of two places, love or fear. And once you get to the point where you accept that it's one of those two things, mm -hmm. life becomes simple. Right. Right. Somebody hate on you. Look, baby, who, who are you mad at? Right. You what ain't mad at me. Yeah, what do you fear? Like, what, yeah. hey, I'm cool. And yeah. I've learned a long time ago that I'm able, with a smile and a hug, and with these ears and this heart of mine, that it's hard for people to be mad at me if 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 I know that they're mad at me and I know why. Right. And it works for me because anger has never served me. It's never served me. Mm -hmm. When you understand that, that that anger, hate, fear, never served, and that word serve has value. If it never serves you, then why would you encourage it? Why would you bring it into your world? It's somebody's lie to tell me I gotta thug out and be hard and I gotta be, you know, I need to be strict. Nah, bruh. Yeah. Nah, bruh. That's, that's not why I'm here. Yeah. You get through how you get through. Right. But that's not me. I'm <laughs> able. <laughs> you just do you. Yeah. Cool what you doing with Hey, that's yeah. your thing. <laughs> but when you come here, Right. When you come around me, I get to say in my space, in my vacuum, I get to ask, what are you putting in my vacuum? Mm. See, I get to control that. Right. And in this world, in this day and age, if you interact truly and authentically in person, it works. You cannot, you cannot lose. That's it. 
you know, I, uh, you know, as we're talking, I've looked, you know, a couple of times at your picture, and I got to tell you, I, I truly love the, 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 the heart and hand, like, I, like, that's amazing to me, like, just, just, you know, hearing you explain it, uh, I think, you know, I, I think that's awesome, and I, and I, Thank and I, you. I agree that, you know, the Thank world, we all need more love, and, you know, I think, you know, you get what you give. You know, we're all these <clears throat> wonderful blends of the good and bad people in our lives. And you talk about, when you talk about success, uh, and Chris Ortiz and you know, the, the giant shoulder, right? Mm -hmm. Right? All these good people, uh, positive coaches, right? My thing is, if you want to know, you want to live giant life, you got you to be around giants. That's it. You got to pay attention because giants see stuff that you can't see right. until you show it to them. And I always say, listen, for every success in my life, there's a whole bunch of giants. Yes, sir. Right? There's a whole bunch of giants whose shoulder I stood on. <laughs> right? Lots. And so, say it. That's the, other, that's the other thing for me. Part of Love Prince is saying, love out loud. As parents, teachers, coaches, human beings, we, we, we're so capable of it and have it at such a high level, but we swallow it and it builds up. But why would you do that when the person that you're feeling that about deserves to hear it? They need to hear it. Indeed. They want to hear it. We all need it. Show it. Yes. Right? That, 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 again, love without action misses some of the people. Say it out loud. Love out loud. As a coach, me and that clap, me and that smile, I tell them I'm putting, listen, I've been known to ask you know, crazy situation. I'll call a player over and look at me and go, where's your smile, man? Where's your smile? Because we playing games. Like, this is, yeah. ain't no mortgage tied to this. I'm just saying, ain't no IRS <laughs> looking at you, bro. Hey, we play with smile. You're supposed to have fun. Hey, hey man, listen, game, right? Man. Right? Like, do that. And then the other thing was, was being able to slow down. Being able to chill, being able to embrace the place that I'm in, the people I'm with. I always tell my players that when chaos happens, slow down and chaos ceases to exist. No matter what situation, no matter what scenario, no matter what circumstance, it's a deep breath. Chill. Mm -hmm. Because the right thing is wait. Always wait. So every opportunity you get, every time you get to, to be in a situation, slow down and enjoy it. And then go. There it is right there. Well, thanks. <laughs> thanks so much for taking the time to interview with the Success Chronicles. Lots of good nuggets that, that we can all take from and, and learn. Uh, check out the Love Prince. <laughs> it's amazing. And uh, thank you guys for joining this episode of the Success Chronicles. We'll see you next time. God bless. Appreciate you. How we roll, bro? Hey, uh, go get it.